This is the FBCG Live podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. Today's message is entitled, The Power of Abundant Life. Both the Lord and the enemy wants to dwell within you, but it's up to you to decide who you will allow to rule and reign in your life. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Open your Bibles to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. And I want to read, and my text today is verse 10, 10, 10. It's a familiar passage of scripture. It says this, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Wow, what a great passage of scripture right there. Um, The gospel of John is a unique gospel and in it, it seeks to convey to us the deity of Jesus Christ, that he is God wrapped up in human form. And we want to talk about that today because I hear a lot of discussions about people feeling and thinking that Jesus is not the only way. That there's multiple ways, multiple roads to heaven. You're going to be in trouble if you think there's multiple roads to heaven and you get on the wrong road. I don't know about y'all, but I don't, even, I don't even want to take a chance that there's another road. I would not uh, take the chance of putting my confidence in something other than Jesus Christ. Somebody say, well, Pastor, why do you put so much confidence in Jesus when, when there are others, and Muhammad and Buddha and Confucius and all these other religions where, where all of their leaders died, and wait a minute, and they still did. <laughs> Our Savior got up out of the grave. That's what distinguishes him from everybody else. He conquered death and got up out of the grave. Now, I want to spend some time talking about this today because, uh, you know, especially around Christmas time, I, I hear so much chatter. I see so much chatter and I see so much discussion about whether or not Jesus is, is the only way or whether he is the way. Uh, I heard read somewhere, somebody said, well, Christianity was created for the purpose of enslaving black people, created by white people to enslave black people. If you want to believe that, fine. But here's, here's my answer to that. If I'm enslaved and it has caused me in my enslavement to have a relationship with God, if it has caused me to be able to talk to God and have my prayers answered and to see him work miracles on my behalf, to see him fight my battles, heal my body, let me stay enslaved. Somebody high five your neighbor and say, let me stay enslaved. That's a good kind of enslavement. So I wanted to talk about this today because I believe, especially around Christmas time, there are uh, uh, demons and uh, forces of hell. That's that devil. I rebuke that devil. 
forces of hell that are seeking to frustrate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to make you feel depressed and defeated, frustrated with life. And Jesus right here gives us a clarity. It says, he tells us why the enemy came, that the thief came not but to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. That's a profound passage of scripture right there. Uh, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Somebody say, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, so let me talk about, matter of fact, the, the subject of this message is the, the power of abundant living. I forgot to get that. I went through the whole service at 8 o'clock and didn't tell them what I was preaching about to the end of the service. That's how excited I am about the opportunity to... Uh, preach this word to you because I know it's for somebody because I know the enemy wants to frustrate you at this season of your life and time and especially during the holiday season people get depressed and frustrated uh, but the reason the devil is coming after you is because he recognizes something about yourself that you don't know about yourself so um, I was watching the news and uh, they were talking about how people would get these packages for Christmas gifts delivered to their homes and people will come and take these packages off people's doorsteps. Have y'all seen this, seen this? Yeah. They don't even know what's in the box. But they'll, they'll come and steal packages on the, on the, the doorsteps. Uh, but I, I was watching and they had this one police department, I can't remember where it was, but they were putting tracking devices inside empty boxes. And so when people came and took the box, didn't even know what was in the box, stole the box, took it to their house, then they would go to the house and arrest the people because they had a GPS because they had taken the box. Go ahead, turn to your neighbor and say, I better stop taking boxes. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> the reason the devil is coming after you is because he knows there's something valuable in you. Yeah, you, he knows something about yourself that you don't know about yourself, that God has implanted in your life, in your heart, in your being, in your soul, precious gifts. And the reason he's coming after you, the reason you're having so much trouble and drama and pain and, and issues and challenges and struggles and all of that is because he knows, the devil knows, if you ever get to the place that God has assigned for your hands for you to get to, if you ever get to a spot where you walk in the assignment that God has destined for you to walk in and become everything God wants you to become, if you ever sell out to Jesus and get fully engaged in living for him, he knows you represent a threat to his kingdom. You represent a threat to his kingdom, and so he wants to do everything he can to keep you from reaching that place in your life. He wants to do everything he can to, 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 to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what it's out. Matter of fact, that's why the devil came. He knows you got something worth going after. He sees something worth hindering. He, he sees something that's worth stopping. He knows that you represent a threat to his kingdom. Everybody in here who is, who's alive, take a breath, breathe in. 
you got breath. That means you have a purpose. God allowed you to live on this planet and you have a purpose. So he come, he's coming after you because you have something worth taking. So he, you have a call, you have an assignment, you have an anointing on your life. You, you, have, you have destiny, you have destiny. I don't care where you are in your journey. It doesn't matter what's happening right now around you. It doesn't matter how difficult it is today. I, I have learned, excuse me for a second, let me holler for a second. I have learned, let me give God a shout of praise right here, right now for just a moment. I have learned, as I go, look back over my life, I have learned that when I have faced the most difficult challenges in my life, just on the other side of it was a breakthrough and a miracle from God. I don't know who I'm preaching to today that got some hell going on in your life. My assignment is to tell you to hang on in there, baby. Don't quit. Don't walk away. Don't quit. Don't, don't stop. Hang in there. God's got an assignment on your life, but the devil's trying to stop you. What is he trying to do? First of all, he wants to steal. Somebody say the devil wants to steal. He's a thief. He wants to take away. And he wants, you, he wants to take something away from you. He wants to do it without you even knowing he took it away from you. He often, he, he, he wants you to, he wants to take something from you without you even realizing that it's gone until you need it. You won't even realize that your love is gone, your joy, your joy is gone, your peace is gone, your sense of destiny is gone until you reach for it and it's gone. But that's the whole reason he came. That's why you're having so much hell in your life is because he wants to steal and then not only that, he wants to kill. Somebody say kill. kill. He's after slaying, slaughtering. He wants, to, he wants to absolutely put to death something significant area, some significant areas in your life he wants to put to death. He wants you to stop dreaming. He wants, he wants to kill your hopes. He wants to kill your passions and your determination and, 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 and your vision. He wants to kill it. But my assignment here today is to try to keep it alive. Somebody say, keep it alive. I'm preaching better than y'all are saying amen. I need y'all to get that. He wants to kill. He, he wants to take it away. He wants to kill your faith. He wants to kill your hope. He wants to kill your love. He still kills, and then he wants to destroy. Somebody say destroy. Listen, when you got stuff dying in your life and stuff being killed and destroyed, that's how you know the devil is active in your life. When stuff is being destroyed. How do you destroy? What you mean by that, Pastor? Destroy, it means to put it out of the way, to render it useless. Satan wants to take something that you have. He don't mind you having stuff as long as it's useless. He don't mind you being married as long as the marriage you ain't talking. Y'all sleeping in different rooms. He don't mind you having a bank account as long as there ain't no money in the bank. He don't mind you having a job as long as it has no future. He don't mind you having a house as long as you don't want to go home. I don't know why y'all acting like y'all wanted to go home all the time. Yeah, you know, when you first get married, you can't wait to get home. When you get married, you, honey, you, you, you honeymooners, you be getting out your car, taking your jacket off, trying to rush on in the house. 
But after a few years of challenges and arguments and problems, you sitting out in the car, I was like, do I want to go in the house here today or not? <laughs> if y'all all say amen together, nobody know I'm talking about you. He don't mind you having children as long as you don't communicate with them, as long as you're not depositing a destiny in them, helping them understand that they have a future. He don't mind you having friends as long as you can't depend on them to do nothing for you. He'll let you have friends all the time. Y'all ain't hearing nothing that I'm saying. He don't mind you getting dressed up, looking all good with fine clothes on. You just ain't got nowhere to go. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The Bible is clear that this is why the devil comes, steal, kill, and destroy, and he's active in so many of your lives because you give him access. I'm on an assignment today to stop letting the enemy have access to your life. Amen. Jesus said that's why the devil came. That's why the thief comes. That's why the enemy comes. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I came that you might have life. Y'all not hear what I'm saying. Somebody say life. Life, life. It's a Greek word, zoe, Z-O-E. That's how it's spelled. It's a Greek word, life. It's the same word that's used in John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. Same word. It's the same word in John 14, 6, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Life is when you get up and you do have some place to go. Life is when you have passion for life. Life is when you have a reason to live and a reason to go, when you have an anointing inside of you and a call inside of you, a call and an assignment to do the will of God. Life, when you got joy and ain't nobody cracking no jokes. Life, when you dancing and ain't no music being played. Life, when you get up and you can't wait to see how God's going to answer your problems and solve your issues and fix your situations, that's what life is. Matter of fact, life means to have vitality, to be active, vigorous, devoted to God, to have fullness of life. Life means, here's what it means, to have the ability, jot this down, here's what life means, to have the ability to overcome trials, tribulations, and tribulations. It means to have, to have love, joy, peace, regardless of the circumstances around you, you can overcome trials. This is the difference between somebody who has a life and somebody who doesn't have life. When you have life, you know God's got your back. When you have life, you, you see, when I get up in the morning, I ain't stressed out. I ain't worried about nothing. When I wake up, here's how I wake up. I jump up, I say, I wonder how God's going to solve my issues today. You know why? Because I saw him solve them yesterday, and I know he didn't bring me this far to abandon me today. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying to you today. Who am I preaching to today that's got issues and problems? I'm trying to tell you he wants to give you life. Somebody holler, life. I can look back over my life, over my living life, and see God solve issues that I thought were unsolvable. I like living this kind of life. I like living this kind of life. I'm living a blessed life. Boom, 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 boom. I like.
The song says, I'm blessed when I go out, and I'm blessed when I come in. Y'all I'm blessed when I get up, and I'm blessed when I lay down. Who am I preaching to today? I'm trying to drag somebody out of a depressed mode. I'm trying to get you out of where you've been living to tell you that God has something much better for you. If you will surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross so your sins could be forgiven and you could have a relationship with God, if you would just sell out to him and stop trying to be your own boss, you can have the kind of life I'm talking about. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Matter of fact, the text says not just that you have life, but you have you have life more abundantly. Somebody say abundantly. abundantly. That means to have life that exceeds over and above, more than is necessary, superior, extraordinary, surpassing. Y'all don't get it, okay. It's the same word abundantly that's used in Ephesians 3.20. Same Greek word. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. That word abundantly above is a Greek word that means beyond. No, no, it means beyond, beyond. <laughs> way past, way past. Okay, y'all still ain't got it. It's, uh, I try to use the illustration uh, when I've defined this word abundant. Uh, is when you ask for directions in South Carolina, when it's when they don't know the names of the streets and they have to give you landmarks, and they say you, you go down the street when you get to the red house, make a left, go down that road till you get to the house with the white picket fence, make a right right there, then go down till you see the big oak tree, make a left by the big oak tree. That's them giving directions when there's no, you know the streets don't have no names and they just giving you landmarks. But if it's so many landmarks and it's so far away, it's too many landmarks to tell you, they say, child, that's way over yonder. They go like that. <laughs> that's what abundant means. It's too much to describe. It's too many landmarks to tell you how to get there. Y'all not listening to what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's beyond. It's, it's abundant. What God does for you, what he offers to you, is abundant, way past, way past, way past describing for me to tell you, try to explain it to you. And I see people searching for life in all the wrong places. Tell your neighbor, you ain't going to find life in a liquor bottle. Tell them, go ahead, tell them. Tell them, you're not going to find life in drugs. Tell them. You ain't going to find life in sex. Tell them, ain't no life in it. Y'all got down a little low on that point right there. <laughs> After you done done what you done done, get up. You still going to be empty. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. I'm talking about the kind of life 
that when God gives you the life that he offers, it satisfies you deep down on the inside. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying to you. He says, I want to give you life more abundantly. He says, I'm going to give you life, but it's going to be abundant life, way past what I can describe, more than I can explain, more than you've ever experienced, more than what the life on this planet can give to you. God gives us abundant life. And there's power in the kind of life he gets to offer, but it requires a commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't get there just sticking your toe in the water. You got to jump in the deep end of the pool, y'all. You, you got to get all the way in. You can't, you can't sit on the side and get it by dangling your feet in the pool. You got to go to the deep end of the water and jump in until it's over your head. Y'all not here when I'm saying to you today. All I'm trying to tell you, it's worth living your life for Jesus. And I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I know you're here today and that he wants to give you life. And if you would make a decision to serve him, he would change your life and change your circumstance, forgive you of your wrong, wipe your sins away, give you a relationship with him, give you a joy that's unspeakable, a peace that surpasses understanding. All I'm trying to do is pull you out of whatever hellish hole you're in. Where are you today? He's calling for you today. He's beseeching you today. I, I tell people all the time, I was so active in church. I belonged to this church as a small kid. I joined this church as a small child uh, that I came and joined the First Baptist Church. It was not the only church I ever belonged to in my life. But one Tuesday night, I realized that church membership wasn't changing my life. It wasn't solving the internal issues that I had. The girls I had didn't satisfy them. Because I had six girlfriends at one time. Why y'all act so shocked when y'all got y'all own issues? The only difference between me and you is I'm willing to confess what my issues are. That's, that's the only difference. Yeah, y'all y'all sitting up here acting like y'all ain't got no issues. Y'all got issues. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. But God has made provisions for us to get it right. I was, I, I had six girlfriends at the same time. Four lived in the same neighborhood. Two lived back to back to each other. I leave one house, cut across the yard, jump the fence, go to the other person. <laughs> Why are you looking at me with those eyes like that? Like, you look like a player player yourself. But one Tuesday night in a revival service, I realized that night there's something missing, there was something missing in my life that religion was not satisfying. And that Tuesday night I came and I didn't care what anybody said about me. I didn't care. I did not care what they thought about me. I was a member of the choir, sang in the choir. I was an usher. Come on, holly, I was an usher. But religions wasn't satisfying the emptiness I had inside. And that Tuesday night, I don't care what anybody said about me, I got out of my seat and went up and got accepted Jesus in my life. 
And I believe there's some people here today that's in the same shoes that I was in. God told me to make this appeal to you to come and get right with him today. Doesn't matter whether you're already a member, doesn't matter whether you've already been baptized, but you know deep in your heart you're not right with God. If you would just have the courage to get out of your seat right now and come and meet me right here, right now, your life will forever change. You'll never be the same again. Right now. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. The devil comes after you because he knows there's something valuable in you. You don't have to live life in defeat or live in sorrow because Jesus will give you an abundant life. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.